Hello and welcome to Lady Time, a podcast for those of us navigating midlife. Today I have the very wonderful Barbara McAteer. Barbara is a holistic therapist for over 25 years and she teaches a range of courses of holistic courses. Over the last five years, she's created her own business. She's an entrepreneur in the skincare industry. She's created Josie's Botanicals after her wonderful mother, Josie McAteer. And during the COVID times, Barbara had time to focus on developing her business. So she has an online business as well as having many clients, local clients who use her products all the time. Barbara, you're very welcome. And thank you. Thank you for joining me on Lady Time podcast. Thank you, Carol. Thanks for having me. It was a it's a pleasure. <laughs> oh, it was an absolute pleasure to get you on as well. I keep seeing you online. And Barbara and I grew up in the same I know. State. Yeah, yeah, our lovely, our lovely neighbours. Yes. And, uh, yeah. And I, I, I'm up in Woodfram Acres from time to time. So I've passed by your, your, your old homestead. You do. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we grew up together. We were friends when we were kids. And it's lovely that we're in similar area. Your whole family, the women, they're all in this area, are they? There's quite a few. Now I have seven yeah. sisters. There's 11 in the family. I have three brothers and seven sisters and quite a few of my um, sisters in particular are into complementary healing in different forms. Um, I have a sister, Anya, one of the eldest. She's a macrobiotic chef in L.A., um, my sister Mary, she's just recently retired, but she's the uh, vice president of the Federation of Holistic Therapists of the UK. So she spent her life dedicated to um, teaching holistic therapies and also a ther- being a therapist herself. And um, who else have we got? Maggie is similar to myself um, and teaches the same courses that I teach, but, but in the UK. So Indian head massage and um, ear candling and the natural facial course um, and yeah Ita she's very into herbalism and Jenny my sister my youngest sister she's an aesthetician but more of a holistic aesthetician um, specializing in facial yoga in LA so yeah it's it's interesting we all kind of bounced off each other growing up and um, would have followed similar paths then and uh, this is a lot in common yeah that's great was it Mary at the top who, or Anya at the top who uh, had the influence or was it uh, Josie do you think it probably well mom was definitely a healer I mean she didn't have time to develop a career in that but she developed it with us we were yes. her career rearing 11 children um, but she was always um, into she always used remedies that were closer to nature as much as possible with us all grown up and would have definitely had that influence in the older ones, let's say, and with us also growing up, I was the second youngest. And then Anya, when she left home, she it was she started studying macrobiotics at a very young age. Um, Mary, who is the eldest actually in the family, she kind of started her career in holistics later on. Um, she was a mainstream teacher to start with, but then developed more of an interest then in later years. But certainly Anya would have been the big force in kind of natural healing in our family. She would have done the macrobiotics and oh, she, she was a shiatsu practitioner around the time when there probably wasn't a huge amount of people in that kind of world 
certainly here in Ireland, and that's probably why she moved to the States, to London to start and then moved on to the States where it was much bigger there. Wow, good for her. Yeah, yeah, she's an interesting lady. <laughs> Trailblazer in the, the holistic arts in, in Ireland and, and the States. And yes. I know your mum was quite an empowering lady. I remember her um, encouraging my mother to go back to work. And mum was like, oh, no. And oh, yes. And, and it was the best thing for my mum at that yeah, age. You know, yeah, that's we, right. We she got her job down in Maryfield with her, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. We yeah. were all teenagers at that point and it was time yeah. for mum to leave the nest herself so it was great oh, no brilliant yeah we used to say my mom should start a, like a job agency a recruitment yes. <laughs> she'd be a recruitment consultant she was great at getting people work yes yeah <laughs> she got but so many women work yes yeah she was very encouraging because yeah. i know my mom had resistance and josie just kept saying no you love it come on mom. i we know need you. i know yeah. she was great <laughs> oh she still is she's great mom she's always been very encouraging which yes. i'm very grateful for you know that you know, she wouldn't um, put down any idea. You know, if you really, really had an idea and you wanted to do it, she would encourage you. So she was very yeah, supportive. Great. So it's great to have that. It's great to have that uh, support yeah, behind you. Absolutely. So, Barbara, you're the same age mm. as me, more or less. Um, how yeah. has midlife been for you so far as we as we approach or start into our midlife journey? How's it been? Yeah. Not too bad, thankfully. Um, I'm 52 this year and I feel it's really only in the past two to three years that um, I've been kind of having any symptoms of, of, the, of, of the menopause. Um, I, I work as a therapist and I felt, I remember it was actually about a year, year and a half ago, I started to feel quite uncomfortable while I was working one-to-one -one with clients and feeling like I was starting to get the hot flushes okay. and um, I didn't really know how to deal with it. I was living, I had um, a couple of female housemates living in my home here in Dunboyne and I remember one of the girls deciding um, she wanted to go on HRT. It's a, something that I kind of checked out myself but it's, I wanted to try and come across an, a natural remedy if I could to start and to see if that worked to to deal with the flushes that I was getting and um you know I, I was waking up a little bit at night time not too bad in comparison to some people I've spoken to but um I, I actually got a remedy from a female herbalist over at Sean Boylan's clinic <clears throat> excuse me I, I live around the corner from from Sean Boylan's herbalist, Dunboyne Herbs, it's called. And um, I had a consultation because it was, it was actually during the lockdown that I decided, yes, I really needed to look into it and investigate what would work for me. And um, I spoke to this lady over the phone and I told her my symptoms and she made me up a remedy. I, I can't remember the exact herbs. I know there was sage and there was different herbs obviously in it that would help deal with. She was quite, I'd, I'd imagine, familiar with what remedies would be needed for the hot flushes. And she left it outside. It was left outside in a paper bag on a table outside the clinic because that's what was happening. You know, people were just collecting from there. So there was very much an honesty policy. And I remember oh, picking it up 
and drinking it was like a little tea I would have to mix with some water um this fennel in there as well and I after I didn't even have to finish the whole bottle after um a couple of weeks they stopped for me so I don't know whether that was a natural thing happening but I do feel that that was around the time of that remedy so it certainly it, it certainly helped so yeah all right yeah, now and again, I guess it's coming on, but very, very little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I find them coming in stops and starts so for a couple of months. But yeah, I like to use natural remedies if I can. But I know, I know. yeah, I know yeah. some clients and some friends they 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 have hatred team that's fine absolutely whatever works yeah, I'm the same I'm the same yeah I was talking to a friend she stayed over this weekend and she's on HRT and actually I can see because I do I was doing reflexology on her yesterday and I could really see the difference in her feet because she was asking me are the same things coming up and I'm like no they're not and she says but she, and I could see in her eyes it was more of a brightness but she has gone on HRT and it's really worked well for her you know so Great for her, yeah. I'm delighted that she's gotten something that works for her, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And um, tell me, that sounds so fascinating. I'd loved reflexology. How did you get into that? I got into that more um, in recent years. Actually, I was always like for the for about the past about twelve years prior to um, our first lockdown of COVID. um, I was working in Palmerston. Um, in Stewart's Care, it's called now, not Stewart's Hospital, because people live there. It's not a hospital, it's their home. So it's called okay. Stewart's Care, working with the lovely service users there, the clients, the residents that live there. And it's mainly with physical and intellectual disabilities. So working a lot with wheelchair users, and I, my own mother's a wheelchair user now. Sadly, she lost the power of her legs in recent years due to a tumour. And I was doing a lot of foot and leg work. I'm a physical therapist. So rather than doing, you can't really do heavy. You have to adapt your strength and adapt your skills to suit your client. Obviously, that's the whole premise of being holistic. And I was doing a lot of foot and leg, gentle foot and leg work with clients and they were feeling the benefit of it. And I always felt, oh, I want to be doing more here. And I became really interested in reflexology, just reading up on it and kind of working some of the points that I felt I was doing it correctly. But I decided to to formalize it and do a a diploma in reflexology. That would have been probably, probably about four years ago. And I absolutely loved, I use it all the time. I In the lockdown, I was supposed to go over a couple of years ago to the UK to study with this lovely lady, Sally Kay from Wales and study uh, reflexology, lymphatic drainage. So it's working the whole lymphatic drain, lymphatics of the body, but through the feet. So it's a different technique to reflexology. It's an add-on, I suppose, and it's a different route you'd be following than the mainstream route of reflexology, working all the organs, whereas you'd be spe- specifically working the, the lymphatics of the body. But we actually did it um, on Zoom because of the lockdown. But it's still, she's got very good, good videos online as well. And her book is really, really good. And she she did a great Zoom uh, certified course online. And I love that. So I integrate that as well as um, the reflexology, which is lovely. It's very therapeutic. 
Oh, that's fascinating. I'd say it's therapeutic. I'd say it feels wonderful, but I'd say the after effects are incredible. So lymphatic drainage, that that takes all the toxins out of your body, does it? Yeah, the lymphatic system are a very um, vast network of capillaries all around and and systems all around and ducts all around the body. And they're very fine. So it's a different form of massage. If you were to work the lymphatics, you're working in a very gentle way because working in a deep hard way can actually break the system they'll repair themselves but it doesn't move the lymph on that's the purpose lymph gets stagnant it gets stuck in these little fine tubes so the idea is um to gently work the muscles work the body that um enables the the lymph system to kind of unclog and um, be effective again in detoxifying. Yeah, you know the 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 end remnants of the bin gets put into the gets put into the lymphatic system and yes. is eliminated from the body. So the detoxification is very much the detoxification system of the body. Fantastic. Um, yeah. And we all get clogged and stuck, don't we? Whether absolutely it's food or emotions absolutely. or absolutely, yeah, yeah. So if you can work. On that level of detoxification, it helps on so many different levels. Um, you know, I think when you physically feel good, you um, it helps your emotional body, it helps your spiritual body, it helps, it all has a knock-on effect, really. And certainly with the lymphatics, you know, you can really, with the, that lymphatic reflexology um, that I did, uh, that lady works an awful lot of people, women who have had mastectomies, for example, where there is maybe extra buildup around the arms or around the upper body and it, it's very it's, it's it's very powerful mm. that's yeah. amazing that's great yeah. um okay I must have some sessions with you and I must have <laughs> no problem <laughs> but reflexology then is such a lovely treatment uh, it's such a lovely massage and especially for people who are sick and people who are dying, it's or people who aren't grounded, you know, up in the yeah. head a lot. It must absolutely be so nice and nurturing and it is bringing you into the body more. It and, is. And it works all the systems of the body. You know, it really yes. does. And it's great. You know, I've often got, you know, some uh, a lady who's pregnant, for example, contacted me. Can I have a massage or what treatment can I have? And a very gentle, you know, there's certain points in reflexology that you wouldn't hit with, with somebody who is pregnant, but um, a very, very gentle reflexology with foot and leg massage is an ideal treatment. Um, I'm actually putting a treatment up online this week on my website. Um, and um, it is before the reflexology I'm going to be, I, I, I was practicing it this weekend, doing a really nice foot and leg scrub and a, and a foot bath oh, and great. then finishing the whole thing off with reflexology and the lymphatic drainage massage so it's nice oh my for, god for that tired like... tired uh yeah. sore feet and legs it's an ideal one yeah because we kind of ignore the feet a lot don't we and the legs absolutely absolutely yeah. we don't see are... them feel they're tiddly i used to feel i was very tiddly but i've gotten over it now from having reflexology funny enough Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're too, yeah. Yeah. They're too yeah. Tick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But it's such a nurturing thing to do. And actually, I'm just thinking as you're talking about it of the biblical, you know, story of Mary Magdalene, and she washes yes. Jesus' 
the feet of Jesus, you know, and, and, and it was a really loving thing for her to do for him, you know, just a lovely thing. And he let her do it. And it's, it was, you know, that's obviously she was doing a, a foot massage for him or something like that. I know, I know. Yeah. I had an, I, I teach as an Indian head massage and I had a nun um, on my course and she was lovely and she worked for years with the homeless and oh. she was telling me that she decided because she used to bathe them a lot and clean their feet and take them in for the night it was in Liverpool Street in England in London and she was saying that it really it actually encouraged her to do reflexology oh. so that's why she was continuing on her learning and she was doing the Indian head massage but yeah she used to clean the feet of the homeless she probably what? felt a beautiful thing to do because when you're homeless you're definitely not cleaning your feet too well or taking care of your feet and people are very squeamish around feet their own feet and never mind other people I know I know that's a beautiful gift that she did so she was the Mary Magdalene of today she was yeah I know I always felt that way when I was talking to her about it (laughs) yeah so lovely and do you teach reflexology now or is it just as no I don't I've only been practicing it myself for about four years and um no I'm happy with the courses I do teach I've been teaching Indian head massage for Mm -hmm probably about 15 years now I'd say or a little longer and I absolutely love it as a, as a therapy I love the history behind it and tell me about the history behind it so Indian head massage as a technique was formalized into a beautiful uh, routine and technique by an Indian man called Narendra Mehta who was actually blind from the age of oh. one and oh. he came to excuse me he came to London in the um he came to London in the 70s I think it was the late late 70s to study um physical therapy and he was dismayed to discover that the head was neglected in whenever you were doing a full body massage routine the head very little was done on the head it was hardly anything it was fairly neglected he would have grown up in India where head massage was part and parcel of growing up so Indian women you'll often see them with lovely lustrous long shiny hair so the the reason a lot of Indian women would have done head massage or practiced head massage down through the generations was to keep their hair in really really good condition whereas the barbers practiced it a, a, a vigorous chompy it was called the the Hindu for chompy is shampoo so that's where Narendra's school is called the London Centre of Indian Chomp Massage or Head Massage so what he decided to do he returned to India and he discovered the different techniques that were being taught different family homes, on the street corner, on the beach, um, in barber's shops. And he formalized a beautiful routine and technique himself. That, um, But he found that just working on the physical level didn't bring in enough healing um, for him. And he liked to work with the energy centers. So he brought the end of the treatment, you're balancing the chakra energies. So you're balancing the throat, the third eye, and then the master chakra, the crown chakra. And with physically working on the back, the shoulders, the arms, the neck, the scalp and the face, it's in that order. And, you know, tremendous relief can be gotten from everyday aches and pains, or it's like that saying, we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. And a lot of people do. I know 
people coming for full body massage to me a lot of times they're just mainly wanting me to work on the upper back and the shoulders and the head you know and um the beauty of indian head massage is all you need is your your a chair in your hands you don't need oil you i teach about the use of oils and their benefits and it's something that you know when you're doing the scalp part of the technique you can always uh, bring in if the client wishes to have oil used but um yeah uh, it's a beautiful treatment that uh, works on so many different levels and relieves releases so much um stress and tension in the muscles and in the body and in the mind it's very very relaxing Wow, that sounds incredible. So yeah, because I, I too teach uh, meditation on the chakras, on the different energy centers. And I'm always, you know, the neck and the shoulders, because there's so much going on in our head and it all yeah. has to go down to the funnel of the very narrow neck, neck yeah. to the shoulder. So it's all, the neck's always uh, a, a compromised. Tight. Yeah. Yes, as it's trying to integrate all the thoughts it into our really body. It really is. And then also with just kind of everyday kind of action, I think, you know, there's an awful lot of people, let's say, working on with computers, just driving, um, just everyday action. We tend to kind of tighten up the the muscles between the shoulder blade and the spine those muscles really get hit badly you know so um yeah i love indian head massage and the beauty of it is yeah it can be done on all age groups as well my dad he passed away at 98 and up until the day he died he, every time i went into the nursing home to see him he'd, he'd always say oh would you just rub the back of my neck it just gave him so much relief oh yeah, absolutely it was his favorite thing in the whole world was just having his head rubbed or having yeah, the Indian head massage so and it I, is such a lovely feeling when someone holds your head and rubs your head it's like again like the feet it's a really lovely yeah, it's a lovely yeah. nurturing thing to do it for is somebody. yeah absolutely it's wonderful you can just get so much um there's so many like a lot of the muscle attachments of the upper back and the head are located underneath that occipital bone so actually doing work underneath the occipital bone releases tension in so many different parts of the, of the body. And um, I actually did um, brought kind of my, because in lockdown, I suppose not being able to do physical workshops as much. Um, I, I would have done a lot of kind of introductory workshops for the libraries and for different organizations. Mm -hmm. And um, so I did them on Zoom. And what I did was because, you know, obviously people weren't meeting as much, I adapted the routine I took out parts of it and integrated other moves as well that Indian head massage self-care self-massage using Indian head massage so that the parts of the I'm happy to send that on to you the parts yes. of the routine that you can actually physically do on yourself so oh, wow without okay. needing to go to a therapist th these are moves that you can actually if you wanted to you could do it every day and you can give yourself an Indian head massage there's, fair, there's a fair few of the uh, routines of the head, the scalp, the face, the neck, and the upper shoulders that you can actually do on yourself. So I'm happy to send oh, it on. To love that. I'm happy to send it on to the people listening to the show if they want it. Okay, thank you, Barbara. That's really generous of you. Do you sell these courses online? No, no, I no, no I that's like your I do next them. business opportunity. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually. <laughs> That's amazing. You have you have a, a big enterprise uh, growing every day because you could definitely sell those packages of self-care because a lot of people during the lockdown 
were on Zoom. And I know a woman on one of my meditation courses was saying her neck is really affected because she was one screen in front of her and one screen to the side. And she was looking to the side so often that it yeah. really affected one side of her neck. Absolutely. Well, I'm happy to send on um, the, the little routine for self-massage using Indian head massage so that people can benefit from it. Wow. Thank you. That's so generous. Thank you, Barbara. No problem. You're well. The show notes. So you have a, a passion for this work. You can see it in your face. You can hear it in your voice. And you're, you've done it for 25 years. So you're really experienced and you really know. And I met you actually when I worked in the festivals, you came and. That's right. I was only thinking about that this morning, actually. <laughs> yeah, the body and soul. Yeah. And the, did you do the electric? You did the electric. Yeah, program. at the yeah. very beginning, like we were doing the festivals when they were kind of small, you know. Yes, yeah. grown so much. And yeah, you were our, you were our kind of mentor looking after after us all at the very beginning do you remember I do yeah, <laughs> yeah. all the therapists making sure we were all okay <laughs> yeah no that's great fun it was, it was fun. quite fun yeah, it was lovely to yeah. see you in that then and you were working with Jenny your sister was over at the time yeah, that's right that's right and yeah I did the festivals for a few years and I found that really good experience and um, a great way to get to know like-minded therapists from different parts of the country. And actually, I, I was teaching, I teach a one-day natural facial course, and generally therapists do it. They want to have an add-on uh, where they learn a lovely, luxurious facial and learn how to make some natural skincare. And um, one of the girls who was at the festivals from the very beginning, she lives in West Cork, she came up to do it. So I've definitely kept in touch with some of the, the oh. other therapists that I've met over the years working at festivals. But it was a great experience. Wow, that's great. So your facial work then. So you, you I know you make uh, moisturizer, which I love and lots of face products yeah, and, and then yeah. you give facials. Your skin is amazing. It's, oh, it's, thanks. Yeah, it's <laughs> glowing all the time. And I'm not surprised. Aww. But that's that's lovely. And so do you know, do you work with women in who are in midlife or doesn't? Yes, absolutely. Really I get a huge um, kind of broad spectrum of ages buying my products. Um, the reason I started making my products initially would have been because I do a lot of facials. And like the Indian Head Massage, I've been teaching the natural facial probably for um, probably a little less, but maybe about uh, 12 or 13 years now. And um, it's a one day natural facial course uh, devised by my lovely sister, Mary, the eldest. She wrote the course manual and got it accredited. And um, it's um, a course where I, I am showing people how to create some uh, teaching all about plant oils and about the different raw ingredients that you could use in doing a natural facial as opposed to um you know buying um, skincare products or using skincare products that could potentially have chemicals in them it's to keep it really really natural and um during that time of whilst I was teaching I became more and more interested in plant oils and in raw ingredients really nutritious natural raw ingredients that make good skincare and I um, started to develop my own products for use more in my own practice and I could really see the difference in my clients and I could really see the difference in my, my own skin as well from using really really beautiful natural raw ingredients and I realized that I would never buy um, anything, 
you know, with chemicals in it after I started creating my own. I just loved the effects on the body as well as the effects on um, the skin. And um, as I said, it was more kind of in the lockdown where I had much more time on my hands and I thought what am I going to do I can't do my therapies anymore I can't teach anymore and I just kept going out to my little cabin in the garden and I just became more and more interested in discovering it gave me that um, opportunity to really delve into my interest in the natural remedies and to come up with different um, body care as well as skincare products and also started formalizing lovely, making lovely candles as well. I got really interested in making candles, but not with fragrances, just with essential oils. Um, because I love the aromatherapy as well and um, the, the effects of the lovely aromatic oils in candles and, and in skincare. So sorry, I'm, I'm probably waffling no, on it. No, 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 not at all. So yeah, with the candles, they're beautiful and you, and you have them with you link them up to the different chakras, don't you? Yeah, I got a lovely heart yeah. chakra candle. Oh, yeah, that's right, from your friends in Australia. Yeah, yes. they ordered a box, a box for you. Um, yeah, so what I, um, I, I really love um, working in the energy centres. I love Reiki and I love integrating kind of the chakra elements into, I suppose, the, the form of healing and um energy balancing that I would bring into my own practice um, and I a friend of mine is a really good artist so I sat down with her one day and thought you know what I'd love I love my massage oils and I'd love to have a lovely range of chakra oils so that's where I started with the oils and where you could use them on your body you could put them in your bath for example or you could use them as a massage therapist in your practice then you know on your clients but have them linked have the essential oils that are beneficial to the different chakra energies so they all have so i have seven oils and sarah my friend who's a really good artist sarah mallon and um, she did the chakra she took I, I blended the oils and um first of all and she had to sit with them at home to get a feeling for okay. them before she came up with her artwork yeah um, her artwork would integrate maybe some of the elements of the essential oil as well that's within that blend but each of the seven uh, chakra oils they all have the same carrier oils so really nutritious oils like vitamin e uh, rice bran oil jojoba oil apricot kernel um grape seed and organic sunflower so lovely oils for the skin and then you've got the de-stress blend so the purple the crown chakra would have frankincense geranium and neroli so oils that are good for de-stressing more kind of spiritual oils as well related to yes. the to the crown chakra and then the third eye um, the oils the essential oils used in that would be oils that are really good for focus and concentration and memory and um, so rosemary and lavender and lemon so lovely and fresh and awakening oils and um, kind of a little more stimulating then as well with the rosemary. Then the throat chakra has oils that are very good for, for detoxification, the detox blend, decongestant blend with right. the eucalyptus, peppermint and orange. They all have, have different properties that would be of benefit as well. 
And um, then the lovely heart blend is a lovely soothing blend of Bergamo, Rosewood, Neroli. You've got the solar plexus, then the seat of the emotions. So oils that are good for nervous tension, maybe menstrual cramps and um, just nervousness in the body. So it has cedar wood and peppermint and um, grapefruit. And then the lovely sensual blend then for the sacral chakra. It is the feel beautiful blend. So more oh, feminine. Lovely. It has the orange, the geranium and the lang lang. Mm. And then the root blend has all oils that are very good for, it's the pain relief blend. So that's okay. a really popular one, actually. And a lot of therapists love that as well. Bring into maybe physical therapy work with clients or deep tissue work. So it has um, ply, naiuli, sweet marjoram and black pepper. So oh, oils wow. that are good for pain in the body. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah. That's... And I've adapted I've a, few, a few of them I brought out in, in candles as well. Yes, yeah, yes, so. lovely. Yes, yeah, gorgeous. So, Barbara, when you were talking there, I remember a few years ago because I follow you on Facebook and Instagram, and I remember you were putting up. You were in Clagan or Cladaduff. Uh, oh. I just missed you. You were down there in holidays, and That's then right. I was there. Picking rose hips. <laughs> yes, and where I was, we rented a house in Fountain Hill, this beautiful place, and there was these beautiful uh, rose buds. And yeah. they just kept looking at me every time I passed them onto the beach and they were growing wild out of someone's, you know, someone's yeah. holiday home. They were growing over the walls and down yeah. towards the beach. And there was one day, uh, I think, one, you know, it was really wet and miserable. And I had to take one of the kids out because they were all fighting. And I said, OK, come on, we're going to go on a mission. And I had been looking at your posts and we went out and we picked these rose uh, buds. Rose I hips. To, yeah, rose hips big and bulbous and we picked yeah. them and came back and I made a serum thanks to oh, you oh yeah. brilliant I'm delighted it's yeah so I went off again rosehip oh my god it was so good and and anyway that lasted a while and I think my husband because I hadn't in a, I didn't have a proper bottle or whatever I think eventually yeah. he uh, threw it out he didn't know what it was unfortunately but a few yeah. years later, a good friend of mine bought a bottle for me, and I'm sure it cost a fortune of rose hip oil. Rose is very it can be very very expensive, and yeah, yeah, I I started making my own first before I started buying it, you know, as a, as a raw ingredient. But it's it's fun to do, isn't it? As yeah. well, <laughs> but it was great for many reasons. Great for my skin. Great yeah. for my peace of mind. Getting one child out of the house. I know, absolutely. Nature. Yeah, do it. The foraging is fantastic, and to to create something then yourself from scratch, as I said, as you said, it's really expensive to buy. So to be able yeah. to create it yourself, and and it's organic as well. Yeah, it was amazing. It was great. So yeah, I must do that again at some point. The rose hip seed. So just be careful because it's rose hip seed oil. So the the seeds inside are very beneficial. So just always top and tail them take the green stalks off and then cut them in half so yes. that you're getting the, the lovely seeds the benefit of the seeds then inside yeah yeah well there you are you were an inspiration for that time that was oh, that's nice to hear yes. <laughs> Fun. yeah and I love all your your posts online they're great and I love the way you put a lot up about your mum you've oh, your mum has had a huge influence and that's oh, so lovely to has. see Ah, uh, thanks, Carol. Yes. Yeah, she she's a great lady, and her, she looks amazing. She was ninety four there on St Patrick's Day, and um, wow. she's been using my products for years, and she will not use anything else. And she was even given out. She says, 
because I, I hadn't during the lockdown, I wasn't able to get down to the nursing home at times. It was months where they weren't letting people in. And so I was mailing her the stuff then because she was like, ah, no, I started using this other cream. Somebody gave me a cream. I won it at the bingo. And I just do not <laughs> like it. It just doesn't look good on me. It feels weird. You have to get me my moisturizer. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she's actually sure she's she's benefiting from the whole thing. <laughs> the money's been spent on her. A lot of <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. And tell me, what about your website? So is that called Josie's Botanic? Botanicals. botanicals it is yeah yeah I mean obviously everybody calls me Josie now I just go along with it most of the time oh, <laughs> yeah because I mean obviously your website Josie's Botanicals and they're in touch with the owner they think it's Josie you know but yeah. the, there is a, a good bit of, uh, about about the business in the about section but yeah I've called it Josie's Botanicals as that she's always been my kind of inspiration grown up listening to her talking about herbs and their benefits and um, using all the natural remedies and um, keeping it as simple and as close to nature as possible. So she's very much been my inspiration and she just looks, is a, she's a prime example of growing old gracefully and really looking your best, you know, but by keeping it natural, you know. Yes, so absolutely. Good testimony to natural, natural skincare and natural remedies, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, for your treatments and your courses, is that all on Josie's Botanicals as it well? It is. Have, so, yes, yeah, okay. it's just www.josiesbotanicals.com. And That's there's fun. a section you'll see, you know, there's a skincare section and there's a, there's a product section and within that though we'll have you know women's skincare for women skincare for men the main difference is just kind of maybe the blends of essential oils but some of the men prefer the kind of deeper maybe aromas and then there's the candle range and um aromatherapy range the lovely room sprays for the home all essential oil based mm. And then there's a treatment section with all the different treatments I do. And then there's courses. So there's the different courses listed on that and the information provided. You are a busy woman. <laughs> going. Yeah. Going. But it's interesting. I've been really enjoying it. I did sales for years. Like there was a good number of years, a chunk of time there where I actually got into, um, I was working in sales and I was only doing my treatments part time, but it's only kind of in the past 15 years that I've kind of broken free of that kind of mainstream work and took the plunge and doing it. So, but I'm loving it and I wouldn't go back. Yeah. Well, that's great. So, yeah. So you have that. Well, you have that background, which is fantastic for it's, business. Isn't absolutely. It? Yeah. Yeah. No, I loved it. I actually loved it. I worked in sales. I worked in property. I uh, did it, went to Bolton Street part time and did a degree in property economics. Oh. Um, and I worked um, in sales for a few different firms around and about. And I think it definitely gave me good experience in dealing with people. And yeah. And in sales wow. itself, yeah. Wow, I never knew that. That's fascinating. So, yeah. okay. Well, more the better for us that you're you moved oh, into your own thanks. business. <laughs> yes, Barbara. Is there any anything you'd like to say to our listeners in terms of that holistic care, like advice around minding yourself, or advice yeah. on? 
I think or something, whatever. Advice on on skincare. I suppose one of the big things for me would be to um, have a look at the ingredients of what you're maybe currently using. And certainly um, like chemical free products, they're much better for use on your skin to avoid the damaging side effects of uh, the potentially damaging side effects of chemicals that are used in some shop shop bought products. So the likes of parabens, which is used as a pre- uh, extensively in the cosmetic industry over the years as a preservative. And um, okay. it's, it's not, um, as, as, you know, there was a section of a cancerous breast tumor analyzed and, and traced the parabens were found to be present. Now there was enough research linking the parabens to causing the breast tumor, but the fact that it was present is quite worrying. So um, when you think of the amount of products that we lather on our skin and, you know, um, even putting deodorant, for example, is the one product, the one main product, I would say, make make sure it's as natural as possible and that that it doesn't contain the likes of parabens or um, aluminium because you're so close to the breast tissue there. You know, and um, you've also got a lot, a lot of lymph nodes located there. Um, so keeping your skincare as you know chemical free is very, very important. That's great you know. advice. Thank you. And you do a lovely uh, deodorant stick as well, don't you? I have that. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The the lemon yeah. myrtle and lavender is probably the most popular one, but I do. Um, yeah, it's very it's it's nourishing for the skin, and um, it's been very effective for people who sweat a lot. So it has worked very well for 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 a lot of the people that have bought it. And I really love that advice. Keep the chemicals away from the skin. Keep them away from the body as yes. much as you can. And sodium, check the labels. Sodium lauryl sulfate is another one that's used as a lathering agent. And it has been it has been linked again, probably not enough money in, in, in this side of things to 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 keep it keep it out of of, of some of the big industries but and it has been linked to kind of um eye dryness and irritations of the eyes when you think of the lathering of of shampoos and stuff so definitely aluminium parabens and sodium lauryl sulfate try and avoid those in products try and try and keep your um your your body care as natural as possible the nature shampoos are lovely plus you're also being natural and as organic as possible where it's not refined the ingredients aren't refined in it um you're getting the benefits you're getting the vitamins you're getting the minerals you're getting the benefits of those um lovely raw ingredients that are packed with nutritious and uh, you know benefits so it's from the earth straight from the earth or straight from the exactly. plants which is great exactly. yes exactly oh exactly. thank you so much barbara it's great you're talking welcome today. thank you it was a pleasure. And <laughs> i for one will be going on your site and booking uh, in a couple of courses and treatments yeah and, lovely uh, anytime carol you're more than welcome it was lovely chatting to you thank you you too and sure we might talk again at some point yeah, yeah you take care and mind yourself okay thank you barbara So today we have a bonus. We have an offer from Barbara for information on how to give yourself an Indian head massage. If you want that information, please email us here at ladytimepodcast at protonmail.ch. That's ladytimepodcast at protonmail.ch. Or you can go to the website, Barbara's website, josiesbotanicals.com and message Barbara.
So you can also see Barbara's beautiful products that she makes on josiesbotanicals.com as well as booking a treatment with Barbara. So you've been listening to Lady Time Podcast and thank you for listening. If you like the show, please hit like at your podcast platform. Please like us on Facebook. Thank you for listening.